This is Dulay Hill, a.k.a. Gus Silly Pants Jackson. But you know what? You can call me the number one fan of the number one podcast in the world, Chubstep. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. And the show started. Bing bong. Bing bong. Yeah, <laughs> wasn't that the YouTube video? Yeah, it's a YouTube. New York. Uh, I'm in New York. Bing bong. Yeah, classic, classic. I forgot about that. Yeah, I watched it. I think right when I was in New York last time. I think I said you were mentioning that song. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I'm from New York originally, so. Oh, that's true. That's true. I gotta Buffalo rep the guy. state. Rep it. Rep it. I was I was born in White Plains, uh, home of several. Beer. Yeah! I think they import them to White Plains. I see. Okay, big yeah, If you read the list. fine print on bottles, okay. um, Hope White Plains is mentioned sometimes. Yes, it is. Okay. Well, look for that, everybody. Please look for that. Uh, Steve, I was in uh, St. Augustine this past weekend for a wedding. And for those of you that don't know, that is in Alaska. St. Augustine, Alaska. That's correct. And uh, no, it's in Florida. It's right between Orlando and Jacksonville, so east northeast kind of side of the. Is it on the? It's on the ocean, right? Atlantic Ocean. Yep. Yeah. Now, I'd never been to St. Augustine. I I every major city in Florida I've been to, and I thought I had kind of been to all of them in general. But you know, like Panama City, Miami, Tampa. The Keys, you know, Orlando, Jacksonville. I've, I've been to all the main spots, Fort Lauderdale. And so I thought I'd seen it all, you know? What else you, is there? Wyoming, Florida. What else? Um, You got Fort Myers. I actually don't think I've been to Fort Myers. Oh, suck it. Well, you better go back. Yep. No, I'm not saying I was done to Florida. I just thought I'd kind of seen what Florida had to offer. Here's what I'll say about St. Augustine. Uh, regarded as the nation's oldest town. Oh, that's kind of like their it. slogan. Uh, it says established in the 1500s, like 1565 or something like that. There's no way. Uh, that's what they say on the thing, and I think I think part of that is that's where Ponce de Leon, I believe, landed in Saint Augustine. So obviously established, it was a, under Spanish rule, not part of America in the sense that we know of it now. I will double check on this right now. Didn't but, we cancel Ponce de Leon? No. Just we Columbus? canceled somebody else. Cortez? Yeah, Cort- yeah my, I, I mean, Cortez definitely got canceled. I don't know if Ponce de Leon yeah. did. Yeah. Yeah, 1565, Spanish Admiral Pedro Menendez de Aviles. I'm definitely saying that wrong, but... Uh, he got there in 1565 and been <clears throat> basically established as a Spanish area for a long time. They still have a cool old fort there. It is way different vibes than the rest of Florida. That's what I was trying to get at for this. Um, 
<clears throat> not the easiest to get to because you have to. It's an hour away from the closest airport at Jacksonville, Ugh. so you, you would have to drive there. But really cool spot and has really cool old buildings because of it's this older place. Um, oh. Yeah, cool forts. Kind of if you look up pictures of it, it is really a cool spot and definitely not the same type of vibes at all. Like <clears throat> you would get in Miami or something like that. Yeah. It almost has more of like a Carolina type of vibe or even kind of like a Caribbean type of vibe. I'd say even more than that, just because of the type of buildings that are there. But yeah, I was going to say happening nightlife as well. Really? Now things closed down somewhat early in some of the spots, but like there was a lot, a lot of bars there. That's Um, cool. Yeah, they were open late. Uh, So it wasn't just like an old people's area, which is a lot of Florida. Yeah. Actually, when you said they claim they're the oldest city in whatever, yeah. I was like, oh, they mean they have the, uh, the most old people. I was like, cool, good <laughs> for them. That's yeah. And then you started, I understood yeah. just now. <laughs> yes, yeah. 50, yeah, I think they say like oldest, yeah, oldest city in America, oldest town in America. Anyway, I would recommend St. Augustine. Really cool spot. The wedding was great. Uh, spent a lot of time on the beach. I got classic J move here. I'm fairly, I don't have uh steams. You got sunburned. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I don't have your <laughs> olive oil skin tone, as you would say. <laughs> it is my olive oil. It's like. It's olive skin tone. No, because it olive. glows and it's always moist. Oh, oily, yeah. It's always greasy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, no, I, so I got burned the first day. Had to wear a shirt the next two days on the beach. Oh. Uh, and, I, and I had put a crazy number of, of uh so like four times reapplied sunscreen i just i just my skin no chance zero chance yeah that. you gotta get a base you didn't get a base i hadn't had a base yet that's accurate it was uh water was shockingly warm very warm water oh that's uh, nice yeah and very flat area for skimboarding see do you ever skimboard i've uh whipped uh whipped a runner a couple of brodies yeah it's a good thing where you don't have to get all the way in the water but it also is a really good way to hurt yourself i didn't hurt myself but it's very easy oh yeah oh god yeah yeah just i haven't done it in years um and i don't plan to yeah it it is fun and but it was a perfect beach, super flat beach and these big waves that would it was very easy to do it there but again you kind of run jump on it on the sand and like it's really easy to just (laughs) jump on it flip off easy stick something in your faces going towards the ground yes exactly uh, that was my weekend there, Steve. Those are my highlights that I wanted to bring up. That sounds fun. What's, I was wondering yeah. how the trip was. Thank you. What's been going on with you? Jay, I, I got a big, this is a life lesson. Yeah. I made mac and cheese last night, as you know. Yes, I was aware of the mac and cheese. Yes, we were talking, um... Just chucking dubs. I'm trying to make mac and cheese while we're doing this. This played no part in the outcome of the mac and cheese. Though. Okay. So I went on the internet. And I've done this before. I do this all the time. I go on the internet. I type in mac and cheese. Oven. And good recipes come up. You know? Yep. Or I type in like chicken oven. And then oven chicken recipes come up. And it's great. It works out every time. Uh, this time, I would like to hunt the creator of this food blog down and feed him this chicken, mac and cheese. 
I'd like to shove so much in his mouth. Maybe he has a hard time breathing. Maybe his kids are watching. Maybe they're saying, no, stop, please. But I say, hey, he did this to himself. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. Oh I, my god, why? I don't know. It like it, it big red flag. There wasn't enough cheese. Oh yeah, yeah. And there was a lot of milk. I like milk. <laughs> and I'm not a big milk guy. And, yeah. And it was like it kept calling the. It said like, cook the chicken and some butter. I'm like, all right, I get it. And then it was like, now add. This add um whatever add flour to the sauce and I was like this is chicken and butter this isn't a sauce <laughs> not a sauce yet I should have seen some red flags um yeah it just tasted really bad and I, I was so hungry though I had to eat like a shit ton oh no no. <laughs> Yeah, because you made so much food, you don't want to go to waste, and you're hungry, so you got to eat it. Yeah, I didn't. I skipped lunch um, and breakfast, so I literally not eaten until like seven thirty p.m. <laughs> and I just i I went for it. I ate a bunch, and I it was just so tasteless and horrible. And uh, what the lesson is is don't trust everything you see on the internet. Investigate nine eleven. Nine eleven was perpetrated by. People All right, just because well, this guy's got a fancy it, website. The question is, I tried to look at the reviews, but some of those like smaller websites don't have a ton of reviews. There was no reviews. Not a yeah, that's one. it's it's too risky. It's too risky. Yeah, because... but how come I Google like Google is the infinite stuff? There's probably millions of yeah. chicken mac and cheese recipes, and Google can't figure out like, oh, these ones are probably better because they have a hundred reviews. It, it, this guy's no review nonsense is up there. Well, there's certain ways you can do the you know search engine opt- optimization, um, and this guy might be paying a lot so that his thing gets promoted at the top. I'm gonna fucking leave a review. You should leave I'm, a review. That's what that's I'm what leaving reviews a review are there right for. Now. How do I do this? God damn it! I I probably deleted my history just because I didn't want it to be in. We, well, let's maybe wait till after the show. But I, I'm going to find it, and I'm going to write this up as we're talking. Okay. I I appreciate you know. this, Steed. I, now that you're talking about reviews, this makes me want to get into my Billy Bob Thornton movie review. Hello, I'm Billy Bob Thornton, and do me a favor. Once we start, let me get three sentences out before you ask me another inane goddamn question. Well, they don't make sense because uh, what's like this, you can say three, but not four. Well. <laughs> It's funny because we have rules in network television. I can barely keep my ass in the seat. I want to run up on the stage and like mess the guy's hair up and turn the furniture over and stuff like that. I'm obviously not an albino, so. Yeah, I have a I have a phobia about antiques, certain kinds, anything before night, anything before 1950 or so. Okay, shut the up. I'll do it. Yeah, that's what we did. We we took a the guy who was six five and shrunk him down for the movie. Wow. Yeah. Only in Hollywood. Anyway, no, I'm not an albino. God damn it. I mean, seriously. What is he dwarf? Of course he's that short. That's... What kind of question is that? Am I on acid? Oh, wow. Good segue. Good segue. Yeah. That's good well, podcasting right You'll there. see why it's a good segue in a second here. So, from 2021, Hollywood.con. Not .com, .con. So, recent movie. 
Uh, here's what I will say about this movie, Steed. I saw this, Billy Bob Thornton, not featured on the cover of this, but I've, a lot of actors I don't recognize, except for Tom Arnold. You're a big Tom Arnold fan. He is the weird-looking guy. <laughs> he was married to uh, Rosie Perez, a.k.a. Rosie O'Donnell. I'm just kidding. It was Rosie O'Donnell for a long time. Oh. Uh, yeah, he a little bit, known as a little bit of an extremist. Uh, from anybody that knows him. And it's actually funny because him and Rosie now are like kind of opposite extremes. <laughs> but they're, okay. I don't know I don't know how it lasts as long as it did. But uh, yeah, Tom Arnold, not in this movie a ton. It's starring Mika Burem. I'm not familiar, I, I'm not familiar with any of these actors. Steve, let me start with this. Do you like uh, good acting? Do you like good storylines? Yep. Do you like uh, things that are shot well that looked uh, that look appealing? Um, y- yes. Do you like movies to be funny that are kind of listed as comedies? Um, yeah, I prefer it. If you like that, you're not going to like this movie. Oh, yes. <laughs> this doesn't have any of that. <laughs> uh, because here's the deal: is first of all, you can just tell it's super low budget. Uh, here's the vibe that I got from watching this. And I'm sorry if anybody's listening to this that was a part of this movie, but I got a vibe that this was a lot of actors that are, they're like, basically, we're going to create our own movie. If we're not going to be starring in some major movie, we're going to do our own movie. Okay. And it just seems like those, those, those kind of projects, I've worked with these type of projects at my old job. Low, too low budget. It's not shot well enough for the budget that it has. Like, I mean, things can look well shot, low budget. This one just didn't pan out. Um, I I don't think it's funny. I don't think... I, I just... I don't I don't really get the movie. Billy Bob Thornton... I watched the whole thing. Billy Bob Thornton is in this for... <laughs> I should have known when he's listed as Boxmaster. But uh, <laughs> there's one scene where they're watching something on the TV. And then Billy Bob Thornton's Boxmasters, it's like him and his band, are playing on the TV. And then at the very end, like credits, they're at a Boxmasters concert. So I'm not sure if what the connection was with Billy, Billy Bob Thornton's band is Boxmaster. Oh, I and know. yeah, yeah, that's. What I, I thought he was so, just a like shop or like a dock worker, and he was in charge of the box. Oh no, guys. that's my bad. I should have said that earlier. But yeah, that's, Billy Bob that's Thornton, a classic Billy Bob role. That's so his band was basically featured in this a few times. He's in the band. That's the end of that. That's where he's involved in this movie. Not he's not acting in this at all. Uh, again, very hard to watch the whole thing. Here's the crazy thing. Here's where I'm getting to the reviews. Ready? So I go to IMDb and it's like five point five out of ten, and I'm like five point five even seems high. So I go to the user reviews, right? Yeah. I go to this, and now there's a bunch of these that say ten out of ten, family fun movie, many locations, eye candy, eye candy everywhere. Yes, yes, yes. I can never find anything to watch. Constantly scroll looking for something positive. This is the light. Um, you know, whatever. <laughs> Cult film, you know. And then, so I'm going through there. And then if you click on who these people are, they only have one review. A lot of them have one oh, review. they're Russian bots. Oh, my God. And then, yes. Yeah, so and then you go to, like, somebody else. They're like, I, I can never. Um, there'll be one out of ten. Don't believe the reviews. Can't believe this is getting nines and tens. The cast and crew must have friends and family rating it. It's just not good or mildly entertaining movie. <laughs> <laughs> So I literally think, 
either yes either bots like they paid some bots to do this i mean if you flip through these reviews it is crazy here's a 10 out of 10 you click on the member one review hollywood con and they joined right before the movie came out like it's that's it's yeah another person another one out of 10 rating here the rating system is scammed (laughs) (laughs) i love how people fought back (laughs) so people fought back at this but yeah if you flip through the things it's 10 out of 10 everybody's like love this movie so much fun good vibes you click on them, one review of a movie ever, Hollywood.com. That the biggest con, here's the thing. The biggest con of the whole movie is that the reviews are bullshit. They're fake reviews. I'll, I haven't even told you what the movie's about. <laughs> I'm gonna do that real I don't quick. I don't even know, but I I'll tell you what it is right now. It, it's an okay, so basically this one girl goes out for an audition, she kind of pretends to be somebody else on accident. And then uh, she ends up being this producer on this big oh no, uh, Hollywood film. And the hijinks begin. And then she gets taken by the cartel. The cartel leader is Tom Arnold. Oh, of course. That's so funny. that's the Hollywood.com. But again, not funny, not entertaining. This is a bottom tier bit about Thornton movie for me. Uh, did he get to prom- uh, promote his band? Yes. Other than that, this would go under the loss category for me. This was a hard That's the only reason this, he did it. I, I don't, I don't know if he even, I don't know. Yeah. He's probably like, yeah, you could put my band in a movie. What do I care? <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is obviously this is a bottom tier for me. This is very low down on the Billy Bob Thornton list. Um, shame on you. No, I won't say that, but shame on them. Shame on them. They clearly paid Russian bots. I, I will say shame on you for the ratings. Yeah. I would say that. I, I just didn't like it. it I mean, again, some people might like it. Not for me. I wouldn't recommend it. Okay, move on, Steve. I wanna, I'm done talking about this. Hi, this is Billy Bob Thornton. Welcome to my official website. And as Sage says, what's up? Oh, God. Oh, God. I feel kind of bad because I just left a review on this guy's cooking page. Well, if it's a bad... You don't want somebody else to go through the same you know experience you just did. Oh, this asshole lives in Australia, too. Oh. Yeah, that guy's definitely getting a bad review. All right, so <laughs> I left my review. Yeah. As as I've probably talked about on the show before, Australia not known for its food. Uh, no. I, I enjoyed my trip to Australia, but the one thing I did not enjoy was the food. I've, I've talked about this with other people who've been in Australia. You, nobody don't... ever says, we're going out to get Australian tonight. <laughs> Except for Outback, which is not Australian. Which is not Australian food. <laughs> it's not. It's an Australian-themed American restaurant. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, Jay, I'll read you the review I left. Okay. It's by Steed Like a Horse, which is the name <laughs> of my iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> it says, I made this and followed the directions exactly, meticulously weighing and measuring the ingredients. Following cooking times and temperatures to the exact specifications. The only way I can describe this mac and cheese recipe is by ruining perfectly good macaroni by baking it in unflavored bland milk soup. (laughs) Three out of five stars wouldn't change a thing. (laughs) Wouldn't change a thing. (laughs) What do you mean mean, wouldn't change a thing? It's a joke from another podcast I listened to. (laughs) Because you rate it three out of five stars and say, wouldn't change it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so sorry, Hariko. Um, 
You got some work to do. Oh man, I feel bad. He's gonna read that. It's the no. only comment. He has, he's got to learn, Steve. He can't be posting that crap out there because what that's going to do is he maybe, maybe he deletes this recipe because it's going to hurt his reputation. You're not going to do another one of his recipes. He's got one this bad. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I mean, so no, you're helping I, him out in the long run. Yeah. I hope, I just hope he can't find me. Yeah, he's going to track you down in America and <laughs> I'm just going to hear banging on my door. Exactly. exactly. It's motherfucking Hiriko. Open up. <laughs> Classic oh, Rico. Uh, you look lovely. Is that blouse from Ann Taylor? No. <laughs> well, someone should tell Ann Taylor because they have a very similar one. What are you even trying to go for with this? Ah, I shot for Chrissy and Ann Taylor. I'm just saying. I think they'd be very interested in knowing that someone's selling a cheaper version. How do you know this was cheaper? Because I shop for Chrissy at Ann Taylor, idiot. It could be nicer, Dillweed. It's not! Uh, yeah, um... You want to do some Tanzania? The infection causes immediate respiratory failure. And scientists claim that these patients are now transmitting. You know what Fugazi is? Fugazi. It's a fake. Yeah, Fugazi. Fugazi. It's a wazi. It's a wazi. It's a fairy dust. What are you, from Tanzania? Yes, I am. So, as longtime listeners of the show know, um, Tanzania's reputation for training rats is second to none in the world. I would easily, easily, easily known for that. E- yes, we had the hero rat Magawa. Um, Magawa, R.I.P. Like R.I.P. 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 He detected like hundreds of landmines, got awarded medals, higher distinctions than many men have gotten. Um, yeah, more than me. And he's, yeah, more than you. And he's just a dumb rat. Um, so they, you know, I'm assuming this is, you know, Magawa. They, they're, they like, inspired by Magawa and, like, how great he is. Yeah. Um, so they're now training rats to rescue earthquake survivors from debris. <laughs> okay. Uh, Jay, I've never seen a rat this big, first of all. Oh, my God. <laughs> the size, this guy puts his hand around the rat, and the rat is the size of, like, a cat. It's a big <laughs> rat. Oh huge. God. But they oh give God. the rat this little backpack. <laughs> it's like a vest. Oh, my God. And it's got a bell on it. <laughs> so the little rat goes around, and he finds the survivors and in his vest there's a microphone and a camera so people can talk to rescuers <laughs> like oh my god because i was wondering, like i thought they were gonna have anything on them and this rat's just gonna show up they'd be like fuck that's a huge rat kill it <laughs> well dude could you imagine like you're in an earthquake and you're like everything's dark and you're like scared but somehow you're alive and then you just hear like Squeak, squeak. You would yeah. immediately start kicking the shit out of the oh, rat. Oh, I know. Well, that's the problem. It's going to be, yeah, it's going to be dark. Like, there's very likely not going to be yeah. lights. And then if you feel it, like, crawling on your face or something, you're going to be... They're like, damn it, Magawa 2, Magawa Jr. got fucking stomped out. Yeah, Send but at least Magawa they get their 3. microphone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's... Okay, so then they're trained to, like, go to somebody else and just stand there with their backpack. Yeah, I guess they can, like, 
I guess they like can smell them, so they can like crawl through and, um, you know, somehow smell them. Yeah. Whatever. I don't know how they like, rats find people and yeah the freaking. Oh God, there's really cute training videos where the rats go up a little ramp. Um, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I love it. But these rats are also being trained to uh, do landmines like Hiro Magawa and okay. um, detect infectious diseases. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Don't know how they do that one. Yeah, that seems crazy. I have mixed reviews. Is that is that all the training? That's all these rats are being trained for, yeah. Well, that's a ton, first that's of all. That's a lot. Yeah. I, it's crazy that, like, oh, yeah, there's an earthquake. You know, there's a mine collapse. All right, get the rats ready. we got to head down to the... Like, some guy's <laughs> just always on standby with these rats in his house. I don't know how this works. We need you. We need you. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> time, brother. <laughs> this is like a bad reality show in the waiting. He gets in a helicopter with a couple rats. A little vest, and he just sends him in the mine. Yeah, exactly. God, it's. And crazy. then they're like, they're like, we haven't had food in four days. We're gonna eat the rats. And he's like, please no. <laughs> That's my friend. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. My problem is, I feel like this is kind of like the robots, right? You can train the robots to do certain things. If you start training them too much, they're gonna start taking over. We already have a huge rat problem in the world. Now, yeah, if the Chicago rats were this smart, we would be in trouble. That's what I'm saying. And it's like, do I need these big ones multiplying? These massive rats of the size of cats? Like, I can't deal with that. Jay, the one in the video, um, not neutered, if you know what I mean. Oh, my God. Yes, please you know what I'm neuter saying? these. You know yes, what I'm I know saying? what you're saying. I know what you're He's saying. He's got some danglers. I feel like that's dangerous when doing rescue missions. Like, get caught get on caught. a rock or something. Yeah. It does seem dangerous, but, you know, you got to give him a reason to live. That's probably Good his prize at the end. Oh, yeah. I just, I, I'm just nervous about you train them. Okay, now they know how to do this. What are they doing? Now they're setting up their own. They're the ones setting up the mine collapses. <laughs> oh, no. They're, like, yeah, chewing they away support diseases. systems. What if they yeah. can smell diseases and then, like, infect themselves and then spread disease? We've literally had, you know, the the plague Back yeah, in the day, what if they, they found what if that was fleas from the rats, right? I mean, that was probably a couple smart rats got yep. together and were like, "We're gonna mess stuff up." Yeah, I, I don't doubt it. I mean, like this, it's insane. I, I love the idea that they're using the rats to help people. I'm just a little nervous. It's a fine line. You're you're going on a dangerous road here. I think. Yeah, I'm gonna call Doctor Donna Keen. I would do that. Just give Doctor the Doctor the call. Yeah, I'm going to say, hey, you got to stop this right now. That's a good idea. Right now. Right Donna. now. Right now. Right here. Right now. Right now. Right here. Right here. Right, right now. now. Right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Original EDM music. We should just be a rave podcast and talk about... That's like, a good um, idea. Uh, Electric Daisy Carnival. And we'll um, sing Darude. Yeah. So we can just be silent for like four minutes. Oh, I thought we were gonna do the beat. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, or we can make up words to Sandstorm. Which yeah, we could. Done. That would be a good uh, idea. We make up other lyrics to, to EDM songs. Yeah. EDM like, songs yeah. with no lyrics. Yes. Great Drop idea. Drop the bass. <laughs> this is a sandstorm. Sandstorm. <laughs> 
Sandstorm. <laughs> so dusty. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Like, we'll work on that. We'll, people we'll, would listen to it. <laughs> we'll work on that. We'll work on that. Um, Steve, speaking of animals, look at the second. Yeah. Uh, I did yeah, something. You are on your game. I know. I did something with uh, Chubstep Vaughn. Chubstep V Dog was on the show like a week or so ago. And that was Turtle Races. Turtle Races. You heard really? about this? You seen this? You heard about this? You know, I, I get a pretty good idea of what it is. Yeah, it's not too complicated. <laughs> so there's this bar called Tin Lizzie in Chicago, and they're famous for their turtle races. So here's how it works. You show up, and you get a little card. It's a bar, and you get a little card, and it says <clears throat> like four different options. So it has the Ninja Turtles as the names of the four turtles. What are those, okay. Steed? Raphael, Michelangelo, mm. Leonardo, Donatello. Exactly. So you have there's and there's four races, four four uh, turtles. Apparently, they change the turtles up every time. So you're not just like even you know, if if. Uh, they make some Donatello's. Up. Yeah, if Donatello's slow one race. You're not going to get the same slow Donatello all four races. I don't know if they switch out just the letters on them or it's actually four new turtles. I don't know. I don't get. They would get scene, exhausted. But... How long can turtles run for? Well, I'll get. They got to have a lot a of turtles so, back there. They might, but uh, basically, what happens is they have a part towards the back of the bar that is a big circle, uh, and I would say the circle is maybe only. 15 feet across. I mean, it is not super long. I would say it's probably 15 feet in diameter. Yeah. And uh, and then it has kind of a checkered board as the border of the, you know, of the circumference of the circle as like a checkered border around the whole thing. Then sitting in the middle. So it's, and it's got a big camera over the top. So the whole bar can see this if you, if you can't stand around this. Yeah. And so four times a night they get the music going. They have like the Bulls theme song intro. And uh, they put four turtles in what looks like the thing that you put in your microwave to put over Tupperware so that it doesn't explode all over the place. Oh, yeah. I don't know if, yeah, I don't know if you have any of those. Uh, it's like that plastic kind of dish that's open on the bottom. And you put that uh, – the turtles are inside this thing. You know, they set this in the middle of the circle. And then they lift up this kind of Tupperware-looking thing. And then the turtles don't move for a while. And then one of them starts to move. And basically, the first one to exit the circle and hit the checkered spot uh, oh, wins. And so, and they all have their, you know, their letters on their shells. So you can see who's who. And you have to pre-write down, you know, they give you markers. So you have to write down who your winners were. There's ways to cheat, but, you know, I didn't want to do it. But yeah. uh, you write down who you picked originally. If you're turtle wins the race you get a free like green tea shot or something Ooh! so kind of fun thing the crowd obviously gets super into it cheering 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 there was i don't think there was any races that were that close it was all basically like what you know one decided it would start moving maybe one would move <laughs> like halfway and then stop but every time there was at least like two of them that just sit in the middle don't know, oh, know God. Probably, <laughs> probably scared of all the people yelling yeah uh, do turtles have ears them. i I don't know enough about turtles to say if they have ears, but if they have ears, they would not. That's be worth it. That's worth a Google. They have internal ears. What does that mean? So they can't hear that good. Oh yeah, hearing isn't sensitive. Okay, so there we go. So yeah, not a big deal. Okay, so we're fine. 
So maybe the cheering actually helps them out since they can't hear that well. They can probably hear it like faintly, like, all right, let's get me let's get going here. But it also yeah. is like everybody shouting around. There's like strobe lights playing. I'm sure it's not like oh, the <laughs> not the best environment for a freaking turtle. No, but some some thrive in it, you know. Uh, yeah. Was there lettuce in there? That would be nice. It would be nice. I don't know. They didn't have, no, that circle is basically just the circle. Um, it's just like a, you know, a plasticky type circle on the ground. But yeah. anyway, it was a cool thing to see. It was a fun thing to have a, a bar, a good entertainment thing at a bar. Yeah, that is cool. And, you know, I learned if you're ever trying to talk to a turtle, you got to yell. Yes. Picture it as an old person without their hearing aid in. Yeah, you just start screaming at your huh? friend's turtle. Huh? You better run! Huh? <laughs> I don't know why I was going up in pitch, but yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right, Steve, was there something you want to get to here? Jay, I want to talk coupons. Yeah, coupons. Coupons. I don't know why I was thinking about coupons today, um, but I was just thinking about coupons. I was like, there's something there. Okay. You know, there's something there, and it turns out uh, there is something there. And it's the $600 million fake coupon and coupon certificate book scam industry. What is that? $600 million. Elaborate. Okay, so uh, you know how people sell like coupon books, right? Yes, I have seen those before. Yeah, I know like my family has bought those in the past. Maybe like schools were selling them or something like that. Yeah, so, you know, I go door to door and I'm like, you got to get this coupon book, right? Yeah. Here's a, you know, one on the front. Free bag of Doritos. Yeah. Book only costs you 10 bucks. You're yeah. making your money back right there with that one coupon. Yeah. This is the, I think The Office has a, a scene like this, right? Does it, is it one of The Office episodes? Somebody's trying to sell these books? Is Are they? I think that is oh, one no, of Oh, it's, no. It's a prize for, uh, it's a prize for something, like a Halloween contest. And it's a screen yes, but, coupon book. Yes, you're right. You're right. S- similar thing, though, but it is involved in the episode. Yeah. yeah. So people go around and sell these fake coupon books, right? And by the time you get to the store to use one of your coupons, it's already too late. That guy's gone. He didn't wait around at your house. Oh, my God. He just left. So these are the door-to-door guys. Yeah, this is one way of, uh, you know, coupon scamming. Okay. Um, another way, uh, apparently there's like a fake Doritos coupon on the internet and I'm not even kidding. This is like <laughs> one of the biggest coupon scams in the game. I don't know how the, maybe the website makes money cause people go to it and they sell <laughs> ads or something, but it like made so many people got this Doritos coupon Okay. And then st- they would just go to the stores, and stores would be like, no, this isn't real. And then people would freak out, so they'd just give them a free bag of Doritos anyway. Because <laughs> they had no idea what was going on. Because <laughs> the stores like this cost us 10 cents to buy this. Yeah. You're gonna have yeah. It. And uh, Frito-Lay's Pepsi, Pepsi and the Coupon Information Corporation are giving a $2,500 reward for prosecution of wow. whoever started the fake coupon. Wow, that's huge. Yeah, yeah, that's that is uh, that is wild. I okay. So, have you bought one of these books in the past? I've never bought a coupon book. Yeah, I. When you're saying this like this, I I seem to remember a time where my family bought one of the books 
and they went to go use one of them and it was like yeah we don't accept that anymore or something you know like yeah i think they are kind of bullshit if i remember right hence why we stopped buying them yeah you have to spend like way more money and like all of coupons are bullshit yeah unless you're like the crazy coupon guys from tlc channel yeah i was gonna mention that (laughs) yeah but so yeah coupons are interesting because they're kind of steering you towards a product right yeah it it, so it can work out well if it happens to be something you're already buying then that's when a coupon works out well but what ends up happening a lot what they're trying to do is like oh maybe i'd go with this one but instead i'm gonna go with this brand because this one's a little bit cheaper than it normally is yeah they're probably making more markup exactly exactly or you might say, oh, I normally wouldn't buy oranges today, but oranges are 50% off. You know, here we go. I'm going to get some oranges. And so that's the, and that's what always happened to those coupon shows is like they had they always had to have like an extra like their whole garage was filled with like cabinets because they had to store all the extra food that they didn't actually need at the time. But they had all these coupons for it. Uh, but oh I always did. I always did love in that show with like they ring up and somehow like that they owed them money like <laughs> like the store is like oh we actually owe you twenty bucks and you just bought like three hundred dollars worth of groceries um, it's just like crazy you know I don't it just that's an extreme version but it was wild how how much of a markdown they get but yeah then they'd always have like oh here's oh I've got uh, you know eighty cans of green beans here because <laughs> but you know these don't go bad for a couple years need, so we're good yeah you need the green yeah. beans yeah. I the scam thing is interesting though. I, I I have used coupons through an app. The grocery store I go to has an app. I don't know if you go to Jewel, Steed. Oh, um, I go to Jewel the... literally daily. Okay, so it's a Kroger brand. They have the Jewel app. Do you ever use that? Um, no, but I signed up for rewards last week, and I oh well, the the rewards are through the app. Oh, I gotta get the app. Yeah, you gotta get the app. So anyway, and actually. I would only talk about it in the positive light because I, I've actually found it very useful a lot of times. But you do actually, uh, as the more you go and spend there, they actually do give you rewards. And constantly, I'm getting like three dollars off, like my total purchase or things like that by signing up. So you did the right thing. But enough about that. That's the only time I use coupons is because sometimes it'll just say, "Oh, here's some of your, you know, more frequent buys. Here's a, you know, coupon that might relate to you," or you can sort by department. It's all it's all virtual now, and then you just automatically add it to your thing when you check out it's already added to your bill or added to are your, you sure you, know, you can trust them though can you trust no i don't website? trust it all because obviously they're getting what they're getting from you is is data right i mean what their their benefit is in exchange for you getting three dollars off every like two weeks uh they're looking for buying habits of certain people right like Here's okay the thing. why is my data so important uh, it's for the advertisers and it, and it helps them pick out to maximize the efficiency of their grocery stores. What kind of things are you purchasing? What kind of person does in your age range? What are they buying? What are they not buying? Um, what times of year are you buying stuff? It helps so them with. You're yeah. saying I should mix it up. Because uh, I want to throw these guys off. Yeah, if you want to throw them off, I don't. But also, I'm like, I don't care. If you want to do something that, you know, People get so worried about giving away their data and stuff like that. I'm yeah. all I'm all for it. Like, if you want to send me ads that are more relevant to me, if you want to give me food that is going to be, you know, fit what I normally buy, I'm all for that. I hope your data gets taken then. 
that you can take my food data if you want it. You can take it. The food, my food I'm data. Taking your food data. All right. I want I'll, you to I'll send just tell me you all it. your food data. I'll just tell you it. Send it to me, and then I'm going to sell it to Jewel for six hundred dollars. Good, please. I would love that. Uh, scam. Okay, back to the scam thing. So, I like it. It's a good scam, and kind of low, uh, low risk. I mean, as far as like minimal, pretty low are, risk. Minimal people are hurt, except for you spent some money on a bullshit thing. So the person that's hurt is the yeah. person buying the scam book. But yep. so I guess they lose some but money. But it's like but, 30 bucks. Yeah, if it's like 30 bucks, I don't know. I don't hate this scam. You go up and use it and they're like, oh, it doesn't work, whatever. Yeah, you're not making them buy like a bunch of Amway products. Exactly. They exactly. got to sell it all or else they lose the house. Exactly. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's not a multi-level marketing scheme. Uh, it's just some bullshit coupons. I'm all for it. Yeah. Yeah. What, what you know, less, lesson two of this episode, don't ever trust a coupon salesman. Yeah. No matter what. I don't really trust most door-to-door salesmen. It, Jay, they can get you on the telephone, too. Oh, good point. Good point. They call you up. They say, hey, $200 gasoline coupons. Just give us 50 bucks. <laughs> then they charge you like yeah. seven. They charge your account 700 and you never see them again. Yeah, I love it. They changed the company name. It ain't got no gas in it. Steed, I there's been some rumors going around that you look like the main guy in Pootie Tang. They have placed Pootie Tang, Lance Cruther. What? Sadate. Look up a picture of Pootie Tang and see if I'm right. There's no way that I look like Pootie Tang. Not potty tang, pooty tang. The 2001 movie. I directed. love this movie. Yeah, yeah. I think you people are saying you could go as Son pooty tang. Bitch, I think I kind of <laughs> look like pooty tang. <laughs> oh god! You could definitely pull it off as a Halloween costume. I think it would be such a good Halloween costume if you could get like this puka shell necklace, the purple shirt, and like a and a crazy belt. It would be such a good it was such a good Halloween costume. And the yellow you obviously need those glasses that he wears. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> wow. Damn it. It would be one of those ones that uh people like don't really know, but if they knew it, they would love it. You know, it'd be like, yeah, not everybody would know what that outfit is, but is the people that would know would be like, Oh, this is the best costume I've ever seen. I, yeah, I would just be a little bit worried. Well, you're not gonna do blackface. I'm not going to do blackface, but, like, I need a backup so that if, like, a, a black guy is like, hey, man, what are you? Then I can be like, oh, I'm uh, East Ventura. You can say you're Pootie Tang. You can, I think, I, I mean, I'm not an expert on what will be allowed five years from now or ten years from now. But I think you can play a character that is a black man as long as you're not dressing in that color. Oh, yeah, you did that recently, didn't you? What did I do? You dressed up as somebody. Well, I did green face for the mask. <laughs> no, uh, you went on a pub crawl, I thought. Or maybe it was one of your friends. I did go on a pub crawl recently. What was I? Oh, I was Michael Vick. Yeah, I mean, I was Michael yeah, Vick. Yeah, you were Michael I Vick. Bla- yeah. yeah, I didn't go on blackface. I was just wearing a Michael Vick jersey. <laughs> it had a glove, left glove on. Or record, uh. whatever it was. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, exactly. Like, I, yeah. I think I can get away with that, but who knows? It might be a couple years from now, that might be different. But <laughs> I think it's a side. Nobody has nobody's canceled me for that yet. So 
I would say go. Uh, if you were looking for a Halloween costume in a couple months, I'm saying it's an option. That's pretty. Well, I can't shave the mustache for months now. Well, yeah, you shouldn't. Damn it! I can't believe Wu Tang's <laughs> my real dad. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can't say that they know my brother. What a tie. We had a suggestion here from Chubstep Melanie, and okay. I loved it. It is officially LGBTQ plus Pride Month. And Chubstep Melanie sent me something here, which is an idea for our next episode. What do you think about this? I'm listening. I'm listening. Does the phallic diet go extra hard during Pride Month? Ooh. Our favorite LGBTQ plus friendly bro grill recipes with wine pairings from non-binary owner orchards. Next, what is the Church of Four Pillars' official stance on marriage equality? And finally, Steed Science tackles is gender decided at birth. All this and more <laughs> in the next Pride-filled episode of Chubstep. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, if we're looking for a way to really put ourselves on the map, <laughs> we could we could get canceled on like CNN and. Fox News. Joe Biden might comment on us. That's um, a good point. We... Or maybe we'd be heroes. I don't know. Yeah, it's... Uh, it... <laughs> here's here's where it started, is that uh, Snickers posted something. And I, I can honestly cannot tell <laughs> if this is real or not. But they said, you asked for it and we listened. Just in time for Pride Month, we have added the huge dick veins around the whole bar. <laughs> Snickers really oh. satisfies. I'm assuming yeah. that's a fake thing. But Jay, I really was... don't think that's Snickers. <laughs> but it was a funny thing. Um, you know, it was obviously like somebody photoshopped the Snickers Twitter account to it. But um, <laughs> it was good. God. I love this idea, uh, Chubstool. But like, like Steve is saying, I am nervous that the further we went with this, um, they just asking you know, for us to get a trying to decide if the gender determinate birth thing. Uh, I'm not doing that. I'm not touching that with a 25 <laughs> foot pole. <laughs> I know. I know. I could I could come up with some uh, LGBTQ friendly broker recipes. Maybe I'll have that for next Pride Month. Yeah. Does the phallic and, diet go extra hard during Pride Month? Without a doubt. I think that. Oh, uh, yeah, but it also goes less hard for all the lady lovers. La- good point. Lady lover, lady, lady lovers out there. Yes. Good lady point. lovers. Yes. Um, uh, yeah. So you're right. It goes hard for some and not as much for others. Yes, but um, I can answer the marriage equality um, question. Oh, good, yes. About the Church of Four Pillars. And technically, there is 100% marriage equality in the Church of Four Pillars. Um, Because everyone is married to me and me alone. (laughs) Um, Perfect. Yes, I take everyone as a husband and a wife. Um, And if you're lucky enough, I'm, you know... I may visit your night chambers one evening. Wow. Uh, to be so It's lucky. only for the select few. You got to yes. get to the retreat um, up north. Which does That's cost usually, money for a small fee. It's $1,200 a night. That's not bad but, for this. For full yeah, service. we have hot yoga, though. Oh, good. good. Yeah. Yeah. Because your room we, won't have air conditioning. <laughs> and, I mean, you would you would pay that for your husband, right? So... Exactly. Exactly. 
Exactly. Come on. Yeah. It's uh, worth it. It is worth it. So thank you, Chubb Stability. We love the ideas. I'll, uh, at the very least, I'll come up with a, a recipe that is friendly for everybody. I don't know how the recipes would change from normal recipe, but I'll have to do some research on that. Uh, <laughs> but I like it. I like the, I always love the ideas. Uh, people could always DM me or Chubstep Podcast on Instagram. Uh, okay. So we will wrap it up there. Again, we just mentioned the Instagram. New episodes every Thursday. If you haven't rated the show on Spotify, please do that. Share the episode with a friend. We're going to have some guests in the upcoming weeks here. Uh, look forward to big that. Big news. Big, some big names, some big guests. Uh, look for that. And the show has ended. Be gone. Now you know you got to go. Peace. This is Yasin.